0: And blessings, beautiful souls. Welcome to inner peace and serenity. Kiever's Place, The Kiever Murdoch Show. I'm your host, Jeannie Muhammad, and I thank you for being here on Kiever's, at Kiever's Place, The Kiever Murdoch Show. I want to mention that because I love what Kiever is doing. And I want to make sure that we continue to support her. As I said, I'm your host, Jeannie Muhammad. And I thank you for taking time to be with us. We have a wonderful show for you this evening that I am really, really excited about. We're going to be discussing overcoming difficulties. So I want you to stay where where you are. Don't go anyplace. We'll be right back.
1: Welcome. Inner peace and serenity with your host, speaker, coach, facilitator, Jeannie Muhammad. We hope that by the end of this show, you'll feel feeling empowered and encouraged to live a better you. So take back your pen, take back your life right here on Kievers Place with Miss Jeannie Muhammad
0: welcome back welcome back as i said we have an exciting show for you this evening i am super excited because i have a special guest that i just really admire and she is a wonderful sister a mother a daughter a wife you just all the things that you can consider that are wonderful I put that label on this sister, and she is just a, just a beautiful soul. So um, she is someone that uh, you would l- just naturally fall in love with because she is just that type of person. And with further ado, I want to bring on my beautiful sister, Sister Amina Haq. Sister Amina, assalamu alaikum. Walaikum salam. How are you?
2: Oh, wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. Wonderful. It's so good to see you. You too. Thank you so much for having me. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am.
0: Uh, as I said, you know, I I introduced you um, and I said all of those things about you. Right. But I want to know what
2: would you say about Sister Amina? How would you say? First, um, if I was to describe who I am, I would see myself, um, as the Holy Quran says, as a lost eagle. So I'm gonna describe myself like I would know that my father God would, you know, describe me as well. I am striving for greatness. I wake up in the morning and I strive to meet obstacles and overcome them. Um, I am I have been on this earth a very, very short 51 years, and I share that for hope. Because there's so many people that are struggling with whatever they go through in life and don't think that they're gonna make it. I remember when I was in my teenage years, some of the hardest trials that I've experienced with no coping skills, I didn't think I would ever be this. Meet this little short age, and I'm and I'm young. I'm still young, and I want anybody else out there struggling um, that may be approaching my age and approaching our age that would have no idea how young we are, That's because young. overcoming difficulties actually make you young. It reverses the aging process. When yes, you have difficulties when you meet them, they make you young. Yes,
0: yes, yes, and Sister Amina said, and I may not have said this uh, in the introduction, we are going to be talking about overcoming difficulties, and um, Sister Amina and I both have been blessed, and I say blessed because overcoming difficulties is a blessing when you overcome them and you learn the lessons that those difficulties uh, uh, are meant to uh uh impart to us so we are going to be as overcoming
2: difficulty sister mina so i just wanted to share some quotes that i found um because the the meat of the source and the root and the inspiration for what um has pushed me birthed me into This arena was study guide number three, overcoming difficulties. Yes. You know, the Album Minister Louis Farrakhan um, have been inspired by God and assisted to create study guides um, that would assist us in self-development. I could never get past overcoming difficulties. I, I was barely working on building the will. Because the willingness was like, listen, let somebody else do that. <laughs> and I followed him. No, you got to do some work. And so what I've learned um, as, you know, some of uh, my my ancestors and my wise, you know, sisters would say that she was just a whippersnapper. You know, yeah. uh, what yeah. I'm so grateful for is the MGT, the Muslim girls in training that never gave up on me. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. They knew me when they saw me coming through the door. And what I love, and I've always wanted to be her, and I am her. That's why we're going to talk about your book as well. What's the name of your book, beloved? Oh, thank you for mentioning that, Sister Amina. This beloved sister, I wrote her book. What's the name of your book?
0: See, this is what the show is based on. And this is what gave me the idea. My book is Inner Peace and Serenity, A Spiritual Journey. And it is a spiritual journey. It can be purchased um, at my website, um, imgeniem.com Iamgeniem.com. And I also want to talk about your your, uh, uh, company, sister. What is the name of your company? Because I know you have a a company
2: also. The name of my company that I created, it's in a bookcase, it's called Torchlight Services, LLC. And at this time, it, has, it is being converted to a nonprofit, 501c3. We okay. are in the process right now. Um, what, what our basis is, my dream has been to create homes on a piece of land. I, I, well, as I share my story, I'll give you a vision of what, what I had. I want young women and men to be able to live after they come out of foster care, independent, learn independent living skills receive the kind of counseling that they need to be able to restore them so that they can become self-sufficient. Yes. And so what we're going to be doing with torchlight services here in Charlotte, North Carolina is providing houses to young people who age out of foster care and find themselves homeless and hopeless. So what we would like to do is be able to provide them homes, skills, counseling, resources, so that they'll be self-sufficient and give back because I'm a product um, as a result of some trauma that I experienced at home of, of foster care and group home life.
0: Yes, and ma'am, so yes, ma'am, beautiful. To build. Okay, I want to, you reminded me, I, when I first talked to you about uh, being on the show, I, you were on another podcast that was so inspirational, and you talked about uh, your how you came into this world and the struggle that you had when you first came into the world, and you reminded me, that's not all what I'm about. Right. right. I, I want to, because that is so inspiring to let people know what you have overcome, the difficulty that you overcome
2: from the moment you came into this world. Well, thank you so much for that. Um, I wanted to give a backdrop so that no one would think that um, my mother didn't give me permission. Um, okay. But my mother has been transparent in her life before Allah okay. and her had an agreement and he granted her paradise. And so my mother yes. made her transition August 29th, 2018. And she was a recovering addict when she passed. Um,
0: yes,
2: and so to just to say, that her, her story, which became my story, is that I was born addicted to heroin. I never knew this growing up until she and I both became recovering addicts. But having been born addicted, and this was my mother's struggle, I didn't know what she struggled with. And so as a result of being this heroin baby, Allah blessed my mother to meet my father Um, before she met me received, got into some disappointments and went back out to the life that she knew that, you know, she used to comfort and escape the pain. Um, And then subsequently throughout the years, she would relapse and go back out and use. And so, again, growing up initially as a little girl, I didn't know. It wasn't until I became a teenager and some, um, sometime older that I became aware of her addiction. I think a lot because my mother has always been transparent. She, yeah. she would take us to meetings. I remember there's a group called Parent Effectiveness Training. If my mother wanted to be a good mother, she went to parent effectiveness training. If my mother thought that there was something wrong, she put us in therapy. She exposed us to always to some self-help type environment growing up. So the core of who we are, my mother always searched for God, always searched for better, always pushed us to be better because she realized she wasn't perfect. And I wasn't going to act like I was. And I wasn't going to hide my children from being exposed to getting the kind of help that I couldn't provide. So I'm Mm -hmm. grateful the kind of mother that he blessed me with, that she wasn't afraid to admit when she was wrong, to admit her shortcomings, and go and get all the resources she could mm-hmm. to find help for her and her family. So that's the kind of family upbringing that I had with the kind of you know courageous mother. So um, what I will say is that um, the journey went on that uh, we moved from New York to California, And in our family, um, we're very passionate and emotional people and express our feelings either with our hands or with rough language. (laughs) And so I grew up with a whole lot of that rough language and watching people put the hand, throw hands, okay. And so having all this noise, I learned how to cope with difficulties was to fight, escape, I didn't know. But I did always know that there was a way out. I just didn't know because there was not a practice of that, not a consistent practice of how to do that. Because my parents were Sunni Muslim. And then my mother embraced uh, different forms of spirituality for a few years before mm-hmm. I came in a nation when I was 19. And so between my teenage years and about in my early 20s, I experimented with drugs and the life drugged me. I wasn't about that life. No matter how much it sound like it, you know, as actors, I learned through a process called Dianetics that I became, I use other people's valences to survive because I'm not that street life. Yes, I yeah. ran away and was rugged on the street, but I promise you, in about 72 hours, I turned myself back into the police and said, oh, I'm a foster child, and I ran away, and I want to go back. Oh, you want to go back? And of course, they gave me the business, but took me back. So I've never been about that life. And so mm-hmm. I did, to that in my process of overcoming difficulties and labeling what my defects and liabilities are assets and labeling them and identifying them, what I learned was that I talked loud in order to make people get away from me and it worked sometimes because there were sometimes when, as we know that the devil, he ain't backing up off of nothing. <laughs> he got with God. Listen, he said he gonna throw all that he got at you. Right. And I'm grateful right. to God that what I learned here in the nation, and then later in other therapeutic communities, that I also had within me the wherewithal to defeat Satan when mm-hmm. it came up. And so, as a result of that, I stopped using in July of 1993, and today I have 28 years clean. Praise be to Allah. Praise be to Allah. Praise be to Allah. So that's a difficulty that I don't face. Um, That was a difficulty and I I entered it. You know, some of the reasons why I did just to share with your audience or anybody else that may listen, I I was lonely. I didn't know who I was. I I, I thought what I saw was was great. Like it seemed like people was really enjoying themselves. And even as a little girl in my mind, sometimes I watch people drink, they get high, they go to work. I tell my, my adult self, says, listen, boy, that's not your story. You don't get high and go to work. Mm-hmm. You don't get high and talk right. That's <laughs> not my life. I don't judge what other people are able to do, but I do know that's just not my life. It just doesn't work for me. And so I come mm-hmm. to that conclusion for me that drug addiction was is not an issue. You know, the enemy's not going to come to me through drugs. You know, um, I became a mother of two. As a result of some of the skills that I grew up with, and helping people, and always wanting to help, what I didn't know, and being rescue ranger with almost having this, uh, you know, the fireman thing. Every time you see a fire, you know, you know, I grew up. I learned this process and this development process that I wind up people pleasing because I wanted you all to accept me. So I didn't use drugs no more, but I picked up people pleasing and addiction. To the attention yes. and looking for it, so I almost had this radar to find. People would always say, "Well, how does this? I mean, always find these people?" I got something built inside of me. It's, it's a, it's a strength and a, it's a strength and a. I'm not gonna say a weakness, but it can become uh, kryptonite. That mm. I can step outside of my house and and feel pain. Mm. Today, what I do is I get quiet and I pray for people. Mm-hmm. I am walking up and say, Miss, do you need to come stay at my house? My house ain't open. Right. Because I have a little girl inside of me that I'm still trying to help raise her too. I raised two mm-hmm. children. I have a yeah. son eight years old, Ali. I have a daughter, Najma, who's seven. I'm a homeschool mother. This is my second year homeschooling. My first year as an independent homeschooler, <laughs> thanks to my wonderful friend, Sister Aaliyah, who said, oh, you can do it. Yeah. <laughs> Uh uh-huh well homeschool teacher for a few hours and then I'm still your mama the other hours yes so we can still overcome difficulties you know I heard the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan say that somebody wrote the Honorable Elijah Muhammad and said to him that oh I'm having difficulty in this area and the Honorable Elijah Muhammad said to them to seek refuge in Allah seek refuge in Allah so the person I think it was a Charlene um, from Chicago she said that she had wrote the minister um mm-hmm. and so going to him and listening and the minister told her to seek refuge in allah mm-hmm. he told the women of the nation of islam and all throughout the world in his his lectures listen we must make allah sufficient in all our needs That's oh you right. know my children That's are not being behaving themselves seek refuge how do allah deal with his children that helped mm-hmm. me to be a better mother too right right overcoming the difficulty of trying to control everything. God don't do that to me. He done gave me free will. He gave me a set of principles and told me how to do it. He gave me some people and some programs and some resources and said, Have at it, And as I go around my life, I'm saying, Allah, are you there? He always sends to send something to let me know I'm here, but this is your walk to me. You'll find your way. But here, as a mother, I want to fix, manage, and control. So, in overcoming that difficulty, I have to be reminded daily, all throughout the day, to treat my children in the manner that Allah treats me. Yes, yes. Overcoming difficulties. That's it.
0: That's wonderful. That's a wonderful testimony, Sister Amina. That's what I, you know, I have learned that lesson also that I cannot fix everybody's problems. You know, you can't uh, run around being Ms. Mrs. Fix-It and being, having the solution to everybody's problem. In fact, a lot of people don't even may not even want you to have the, the solution to their problem. So I, in and, and over, overcoming difficulty, well, we have about another three minutes, Sister Amina, and I'm going to have you back. I have to have you back. Because this is just, we just got the tip of the iceberg here. So, but I want to, what, what, do you, what is, do you see the purpose behind our struggles? Minister Farrakhan says in the Holy Quran says that struggle is ordained and, and that uh, nothing comes into, and this is a quote from the minister, I'm kind of paraphrasing here, that nothing, uh, no life form comes into this world without a struggle. There's a purpose for that. Why? Why must we struggle to overcome our difficulties?
2: In order to follow the blueprint of your personal life. We always wonder, like, where am I going? What do I need to do? Just overcome. Wake up. Wake up. Wake up. And meet the day face on and know. And know, not believe, but know that you're going to be all right. Know no. that you're going to be okay. I don't care what it is. I'm yes. telling you, I am, I, listen, I'm struggling right now how to eat to live. Go oh, get my How to Eat to Live book, i leave book one and two. I'm going to tell the audience that they got so many expensive programs and pills out here and whatnot and all this and that. And I've been to the nation and just to give some hope. To anybody struggling, it is no shame. I don't care what people say. You know, sometimes people say, oh, to get to a certain point and you've been here too long, you should know. I know when I know. And I'm not talking about in my head, it's in my actions. When you say that you are a believer, then a believer follows what they say they believe. Other than that, you're just a lip professor. And I began in my last month, August 1st, I went back to what I know. This is book one and book two by the Yannabe Elijah Muhammad. You could find it on the finalcallstore.com. $5, $5. I want to say that to you because book one and two, everybody talking about this intermittent fasting. It's new to them. But I'm going to tell you that when the Yannabe Elijah Muhammad wrote this book, this book went into print in 1972. Nobody was listening to the Honorable Elijah Muhammad. Nobody wanted to hear what he had to say. But in 2020, 2019, when everything started going downhill, all the pills and the surgeries and all of this and that's going on, nobody wanted to hear it. I wanna tell you that I bear witness in my own personal struggle in overcoming difficulty today, that the same way, the same God that brought me through drug addiction and them teenage years and the trauma that I experienced, the same God, I'm going to follow and I'm going to beat this. So yes. watch me on my journey as I go down from 280 down to 155
0: pounds. Yes. So we yes. on a
2: journey. It's going to take some time. I ain't do this damage overnight and we going to do it together. So I'm on a journey. That's where I'm at right now with that overcoming that difficulty yes. that yes. I read and I fast Every 24 hours, I have one meal, four to six. After that, whatever I ate, lights off. Let's keep it moving. That's wonderful. That is a great way to
0: end the show, Sister Amina. Thank you. Thank so you. Much. Thank you for having me. Oh, I have thoroughly enjoyed this. As I, and I said, what I, I said is, I meant it. I want to have you back. Because, I would love to be back. Yes, because this is just the tip of the iceberg, because I know there is so much more that Allah has blessed you to be able to share with us. So thank you. Thank you. Your, your business Torchlight Services, LLC, Uh, TorchlightServicesLLC.com. It's a worthy cause and thank you, Sister Amina. And yes,
2: let's go out and get Sister Jenny's book. Let's sell her book out so she would have to put it back into print. Go to Amazon, log into her Facebook is Jeannie Muhammad. Reach out to her. Let's get that yes. book in a piece of serenity. Yes. And also, if you're here in Charlotte, North Carolina, all over the world, because she's on, she's also a f- facilitator, life coach, counselor with her own experience. Go ahead, sis. <laughs> yes. Thank you. Thank you for uh, making that
0: known, sister, because that is what I love to do, is to coach and encourage. And again, this is uh, Jeannie Muhammad, Inner Peace and Serenity. Every first Thursday of the month, we are here on Kiever's Place, the Kiever Murdoch Show and podcast. And we look forward to having you come back with us and sharing this experience with us because I, I just thoroughly enjoy Thank you so much for having me. I am enjoying being able to communicate and and really share our ideas. So, with that, I say uh, peace and blessings. Yes, ma'am. May may your business continue to prosper and we will see each
2: other soon. Yes, ma'am. Thank thank you so much. Thank you all for logging on and supporting us. Yes. Assalamu alaikum. Walaikum salam.
1: Welcome to Inner Peace and Serenity with your host, speaker, coach, facilitator, Jeannie Muhammad. Join us every first Thursday of the month, 7.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, as we talk everything self-improvement. So take back your pen, take back your life, right here on Kiever's Place. Thank you for watching Kiever's Place, the Kiever Murdoch Show and Podcast. Tune in every Thursday night, 7:30 p.m eastern standard time and be sure to follow us on facebook and instagram at Kievers place to be a guest on our show text the word guest to 803-368-3030 or visit us at tinyurl.com slash place Booking, and watch us on apple tv roku and amazon fire as we're broadcasting more than 60 million homes worldwide